0: Welcome to Singled Out, your 9th best gaming podcast. Please stand by... episode 116. In this episode, Andrew and Steve talk about their first few Infinity games in N4, how they found playing their factions, and how much or little they have learned about the game. So it um, is rapid no. in mono for your Prince enjoyment. dungeon crawler called Purple Realms. We go with that. Do you have to wear sort of velvet? I think you could be any member of the new power generation. Like, is you it know, is, so you, is it
1: linked to only only pop singers that are quite litigious?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not stealing his IP, are we?
1: I'm uh, kind of uh, thinking one based s- on Euroantics. I want kind of Spander to be involved in it.
0: Okay, what, like a a Spandau Ballet quest game? Well, also, you could call it gold, which is perfect for dungeon crawling. That's pretty good. Yeah, gold, the Spandau Ballet. And you can, yeah, yeah, because then you can use the, you can reference the craze film that the two leads from Spandau Ballet were in, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Perfect, that's that's got a lot of legs at
0: Yeah, that'll work well. So so gold, a Spandau Ballet dungeon crawler. Yeah, that's quite good. What about, uh, I think we need some sort of tabletop, you know, sort of mass battle tabletop game. I would say you want to go with uh, a snooker-themed tabletop battles game. <laughs> so it's yeah, so like uh, where where oh, ev- everyone is a named character. So you have like everyone who's ever played snooker, and then obviously, obviously the mat is just looks like a snooker table, but they're all lined up as miniature versions of each other. I
1: was more thinking have have basically in it a special character, a very racist Jim Davidson, just going around.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's no other version of Jim Davidson. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you could have a Keith Floyd, do you remember the chef, Keith Floyd? You could have a Keith Floyd-themed uh, Mimimor Pog uh, called World of Winecraft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's very <really> good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so we're going for that. <laughs> It's basically part, part drinking game, part quite for help.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, we've got how we build on, now, you know, now the uh, Finnegan's Wake RPG's out there and we're rich. It's how we build on the success of I that. I
1: mean, apparently this that, that, that um, RPG pitch has been responsible for breaking up several marriages and the requirement for headphones
0: by some listeners. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> one, one of our listeners who will remain nameless uh, uh, was, was forced to wear headphones during the last podcast because his uh, spouse didn't want to hear about the Finnegan's Wake RPG. I'm, so, I'm so surprised his spouse didn't to hear about the podcast at all, really. I was amazed that anyone was listening to this with their partner. Like if, oh, yeah. or, yeah. Listener, if, if you and your partner... Or child, or whoever. If you listen to this in company, let us know because this doesn't feel like uh a- well, One of the reasons I don't swear is that
1: I remember when I was listening to some other podcasts years ago. They were saying listen to it in the car with their kids in the back, and I thought, yeah, mm-hmm. fair play, not swearing is fair enough. But with your partner, like if you're sitting there in, in, in bed, sort of birthday early style, uh with your sort of your partner listening to listening to singled out,
0: fair play to you, really. Yeah, it's it's strong. It's 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 greater commitment than I've ever shown to this podcast. I, think. Fox, Fox, so I, should, I should listen to it. <laughs> the of trying to convince my wife to listen to it is. Uh, <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, I think I've recorded well over two hundred of these now, and I don't think my wife's heard a single minute of it. And that's what we can say about it for a while. That seems reasonable. Uh, what have you been doing recently? What's 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 going on hobby wise? Uh, this is episode one hundred and sixteen of singled out. <laughs> um, it's been infinity, isn't it? Mm. It's, all been, it's all been sort of infinity um, based for me. I played, I can't remember how many games now, four games in, in two weeks, I think. Um, um, three in real life, was it two in real life? I forget now, and one, one on TTS. Because I played some in real life, and then the person I'm playing with in real life, then obviously they're getting more spooked by all the lockdowns again. Uh, it was fair enough, really. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, I've I read in the news today that Nottingham has been now judged to be the sixth worst place in the country. Oh wow! Yeah, so hopefully by the Friday we'll get to number five.
0: Oh, I missed a the joke there as well when you said I read it in the news today. I should've said oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we just start the whole episode again? Yeah, I think uh yeah no, that that's understandable then if they um but actually on TTS it works very well. Um it's pretty good. It's not bad actually, is it? I played on TTS at like the height of lockdown, like the first game I ever played of it, and it wasn't it was not bad. Because upset. the movement's not super clean anyway yeah it's okay like, like you can sort of hold tab and sort of move the model from where they I are i mean even the actual tabletop movement is not is you know it's not proxy bases and stuff well, i
1: mean i guess from previous games we used to templates and widgets and infinity yeah. does not have that as much uh, and i think infinity works kind of in sort of agreement with your opponent
0: anyway to some degree doesn't it yeah it feels very like uh, sporting and sense. Yeah, well, it I, sort I, of like i hope it is <laughs> Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, or at least so far, it's about like <laughs> so you know, far, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of intent. It's like a lot by intent, isn't it? Yeah, like can you see me here? Yeah, um, I mean, I think anything with true line of sight, you're either going to have a like, you know, a rock every game, or you just have to do it on trust. Essentially, it's interesting because obviously, mean you getting into Infinity. You
1: know, I played a bit of N three, but not really very much beyond the sort of starter boxes. Mm. And so I was interested reading fans' reactions to N four because it's kind of like I'm looking into a community rather than looking out. Because yeah. I haven't really been heavily invested into it until recently, so it's interesting seeing fans raging about it. And you get that in any game. Whenever something changes, either you know when 40k changes, or when Warhammer changed from AOS or anything, any sort of game.
0: Oh, like every time we change something in Epic. Uh, like you know being the person making the changes we get accused of power creep
1: yeah so it's interesting reading all the rage about how have changed and some people who don't, don't like it but to me looking at N3 and N4 as a person who played probably about 10 games of N3 total I think n four is really good it's-
0: there's absolutely no way I would ever have played N3 like you just you know and, and obviously there's a timing thing with you know Guild Ball going and that coming but the reason one of the reasons for playing N4 is like N4 feels like enough rules and enough like enough level of complexity
1: yeah I'm like I like how and enough gotchas well. stuff you know because cover used so, to be like cover used to be like um only worked if you had a third of your model a percent of your model covered up,
0: which is fine that's really easy to measure right yeah I mean exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly you just right. you have like a you know you just get a like a t square out and yeah mark it off in the middle of the event and then raise your t square up to know which that you are covering faces to do whilst in in a tournament yeah absolutely yeah. I't do see why um, that I can't imagine that would ever be a problem
1: and the new one I guess. The example I've heard recently is you can have the Marguerite Brigade, who is the giant scorpion of death from Hackerslam, hiding behind a lamppost and get cover from it, and you yeah. can. But so be it. I think that's, that's, okay, that's, that's going to happen, but that's a small price to pay, I think, for having rules that are clean and fast.
0: Yeah, it's it, it, well, it's, I mean, line of sight and cover is always like an abstraction in any game anyway, and I would much rather have a rule set that allows for like clear and functional play than a rule set that is like 100% realistic. Yeah, and and also like yeah, because it just gets so complicated so quickly. Um, so yeah, you will end up with those weird. But then you still have that weird anomaly that you can currently, you know, you can have, you know, you can have cover when your guys like got his toe in smoke.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I like, think tubbing th- in, in terrain in... is something I'm used to. Like, um, I remember yeah, it's really common. where having having your left toe in the forest counted, even though it's not simulationist, neither is wargaming gaming anyway, and yeah. it's a
0: price you pay for having rules that are clean. Yeah, 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 totally. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't, I don't see that as being a thing. It's one of the things that's attracted me to it. Like, I've, you know, I've, you know, watched people play Infinity and chat to them about it. And every time previously they've explained it to me in N3 or N2, I was just like, do you know what? There are other games that are cool that have not that degree of complexity. I'm conscious, though, that we are doing more Infinity casts. And
1: whilst when we we're doing for other systems, we had some degree of maybe not authority, but actual knowledge about it. But we're going to be doing some Infinity chats and I assume publicizing them on some Infinity channels, and we know far less than most of the people about
0: the game. Oh, I, like literally nothing. This is like my, this is, I guess, all of this should be caveated with things that have attracted me to play the game as a new player or things that have attracted you to it as a sort of, you know, a relatively new player, and that, you know, it's it's purely on that experience. We are not in any way like any level of expert and i completely understand also like you know as you said i've played games where the rules have changed and i haven't liked it because it wasn't the game i was playing before and that's obviously for experienced players if they don't like it that's perfectly reasonable for them to feel like that yeah guess it's 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 just the side of it is that um d- the changes are something that has attracted me and a number of other people i know to come and play infinity
1: well most of most of most of your london game groups covers across, right
0: yeah, almost almost everyone who plays. Okay uh, we're only able, obviously we're only able to assemble in groups of six at the moment. But at the moment, sort of the of my group, ten something like that. Uh, that some sort of that number of
1: players. That's pretty good, especially when game groups do do a conversion across. It often sees more people to join as well, doesn't it? And these things grow game momentum.
0: Yeah, yeah, like so, and it's you know, and it's people that are. You know, sort of experienced war gamers and sort of, you know, experienced, you know, uh, JJ, who was in the finals of the Guild Ball World Championship, Connor, uh, who's a, you know, painful to admit it, was a good Guild Ball player. Like, yeah, there's a number of, like, sort of people that have been successful in other systems or, you know, are a bit discerning about games.
1: Should we talk about um, things we've played then? Obviously? Yeah, let's
0: do it. Yeah, what have you been playing? What have you been playing? Um, so I played
1: sort of four games with um, Ariadne, TAC, Tartary Army Corps, basically the Russians. Oh, cool! Um, I've I've read Ariadne are bad, but I'm not sure if that's. I don't know. I, I get, I get back to our I, I don't know. I, th- I think. they're Yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, maybe they are. I, I don't know. Like, um,
0: What's still stick? What? What do they do? What do they have? Um,
1: so they're very low. So the whole point about that that faction is they're like super low tech. Um, so they have they, they haven't got any hacking at all. Well, they can have a hacker who's basically a merc who comes along if you want that. Um, so they have got very little flashy kit. They haven't got like many sort of MSV. Um, troops at all, We've got a couple of MCV1s
0: that's about it. So those are the visors that allow you to see through yeah. like smoke and cover and things like that. Don't but don't um, any,
1: anything beyond level 1.
0: Yeah, so um, that's the lowest tech version.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of camouflage, a lot of that. Um, and they're quite cheap, um, generally, the line troops are. Um, and the um, their sort of heavy inventory generally speaking is like one wound. Um, the ones that are two wound are literal like bigs power armor that they clunky and stuff and they kind of get they kind of low-tech power armor so they get sort of worse as they get wounded more oh cool um basically it's a giant russian ro- robot with a big hammer
0: so amazing yeah. amazing that's what you want
1: yeah yeah um
0: so I, I are they quite I, soviet in aesthetic then like what's the models actually
1: um i mean a bit um i think the um the ones coming up are more so because, for example, they've got like a bear soon in space.
0: Oh, um, amazing.
1: Um, but that's not out yet. Um, so, I mean, I was playing kind of the sectoral, although because I'm quite new, I haven't really used the sort of the, the five teams or anything else yet. So mainly I, I, I like having armies of the theme anyway.
0: Um, yeah. The fire team's rules really seem really good. Like that seems very powerful. Yeah, like, or at I least mean, at least when you're new, it seems like a, it's, it. It seems and the sectorals having less options seems like a good way to go as a new player because you you're not bamboozled yeah, by I mean, choice. plus
1: in terms of an sort of uh, a, an sort of aesthetic thing, it means you sort of try to tie together by a certain look. While factions do look, the, you know, sect- sect- when the faction share similarities. They do look more similar when they're in like, the same sort. Um... And so, I think notable troops of troops of note that I've been using a lot of. um using a lot of antipode packs. So that basically, you get um, your handler, who's um, a sort of a soldier with an iPad, and you get three mad werewolves that basically come along with her. Amazing. Uh, so basically, it's 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 four troops, three of which have to be
0: encounters. Sorry, either. Andrew, I'm going to have to interrupt you because it looked like uh, someone on the computer behind you is playing R-Type.
1: <laughs> yeah. um
0: amazing thanks for
1: our type on, um, on the Nintendo Switch
0: it was a bargain I loved our type as a kid oh it was incredible was that,
1: was that the Mega Drive paid played no Massist Mass didn't think it was
0: yeah I think I. yeah I think we started it on the uh, Atari ST yeah
1: that's a great game oh man do you remember, remember Altered Beast
0: yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Streets of Rage
0: I was playing Streets of Rage 4 is it on well, a, a new one on, any good? yeah it's pretty good like it's uh, my brother had it on his uh, you know whatever console box thing um yeah, everyone's very sexy in it now. That's the main thing. Like, you know, like uh, everyone in it's a bit too attractive. It was like when I went to a yoga class in Hackney, like everyone <laughs> there was too beautiful for me to be there, men and women. Like it was. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's got a good like, and actually, similarly, both of them had a really nineties vibe going on. Like everyone looks really nineties. Well, I guess Streets of Rage Four, like, it's one of the things
1: that it can't be too different to the old ones, otherwise, no one will buy it. It's selling on pure nostalgia. Then again, it mm. can't be the same game either. It's one of the things; that's got, it's got to be different the same
0: no it was it was definitely in, and it, it sort of nailed that pretty well like the sort of the, the vibe of it and the look of it and I'm then you know I yeah 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 what are we saying antipode packs so. uh, yes yeah, so basically it's um it's um it's a, a the controller
1: who hasn't got to be with her pack and the packs three antipodes basically werewolves that are have to be within currency of each other and so it gives one one order and one regular order so that's two orders um and basically the pack of antipodes could start camouflaged and they hurdle up the board and they're, cheap, they're very cheap um, it's quite funny because they have to be camouflaged and the camouflage has to be the same size as the base so he camouflages them but they are literally the only unit in the army with that silhouette
0: <laughs> yeah there are a few things who are like they? they? Who's this going to a pack be? A of three Who is large he? circles
1: walking towards you. <laughs> yeah, so um,
0: maybe it's my large friend, Davy.
1: <laughs> um, but they have to deal with... Basically, they're going to die, but you just sort of shove them down your opponent's throat and make him deal with them because they, they, can, they can super jump over walls and things. So um, against Dan Best, they were camouflaged and they left over some walls and jumped on his sniper who's camouflaged and killed him, then jumped on his hacker and killed him, and then jumped on the doctor and killed him. Right,
0: right, right. Just right, jumped right, around
1: right. having a great time. Um,
0: yeah, that seems pretty good. Yeah, so quite, are they like close combat units then? They, that's what they have. Because I
1: find close combat great. They great tricky. close combat. Like they have got like CC of twenty, which means it's not it's brilliant. Okay. Because yeah, because generally speaking, things that can do good CC won't have higher than twenty, so they can add it to their role. Because close combat's so spiky anyway, isn't it? Because you're only rolling one dice in it. Yeah, so you're rolling one dice. I mean, you've got a pack of three people, so if you manage to all base the same person, you're rolling three dice. Uh, okay. generally speaking, I think one might get discovered and killed before you get to them. But because yeah. that's one unit, when you ARO them, can you ARO one model out of the pack? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the whole pack generates one ARO. So basically, some of them might not get to the enemy, or, 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 the, or, or the do, but either way, they're quite cheap and they just hurdle forward quite fast. Also, they've got sensor so they can sort of um, ping out like a radar and sort of um, do a fairly oh, easy roll to detect things that are camouflaged. That's pretty good. It's like a willpower plus six roll. Anything without
0: inches of them? That also finds uh, hidden deployment, doesn't it?
1: oh I'm not sure about that. Does it really? I that's, that's even I better. Than it also it picked it up
0: hidden deployment. So I've got uh, my rulebook
1: next to the microphone, you see.
0: If you I, also purchased the, the it expensive it. rulebook, I have bought the expensive. I bought rulebook. the yeah, I bought the the rulebook, which actually I didn't
1: need to, of course, because um it's all free online. But I couldn't avoid avoided it. It's gorgeous, and also I much prefer like, the through
0: rulebook on the. PDF. It's really yeah, it's much easier to use it as a rulebook. Than I also I'd like fluff to use it as well. Honestly. Yeah, I, I I actually found the fl- I read the fluff book uh, over the weekend, and I found it really useful for actually giving me... Because I found it quite hard to distinguish between all the factions as, as a noob. And reading yeah. the fluff really helped with the... Someone said the that about the
1: factions, about how they all seem the same. But to me, I think they're quite quite distinct. But I think to a casual observer, they aren't. Until you actually look into it, then they are quite obviously different.
0: Yeah. I think when you look at it, because obviously a lot of it is like, you know, high-tech space humans. Like, you know, and then... um, But then you read the fluff, you're like, oh, okay, you get it. Like, it, it's... It, yeah. They have, like, quite clear, like... It feels like and this is this might be a statement that more experienced people would f- find ridiculous, it feels like there is more like narrative distinction than like visual distinction at the at the first glance. Obviously some things look really different, like the werewolves look pretty different and a lot of the hack models look quite different, but like a lot of them I was like yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't have known which would sit in which I think just they by are, eyeball. It's a bit
1: clearer once you look at it for a bit longer. But I think if you mm. if you're a person looking at a shelf for the first time, it's
0: gonna be hard yeah, to yeah. tell. But um, that's the same if you look at a shelf full of forty k. Uh, yeah, you know, generally. like uh, um, with a lot of it. So, so and, and yeah, I really liked the fluff, and I thought that was yeah that 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 also helped me to clarify like, get an idea of like play style and things like that as well. But yeah, sensor. So you right, right.
1: Sensor can hit um, also detect hidden problems as well and they're, they're leaping forward basically just um, finding stuff they're, they're so cheap and they they're quite order efficient because they get an irregular order anyway and also the an order um and also the, their um their handler has a smoke grenade launcher oh cool so if if in doubt you can just do spec fire and lob grenades smoke grenades and stuff and this is a great little unit really um yeah and so um and fun. That yeah, sounds so, really so, uh, fun. It <laughs>
0: sounds like running a group of werewolves at your opponents like like that sounds like a, that's a fun thing to do, right? Um, yeah, and so basically, um,
1: so I've got I've I bought one of those, unit that, you know, those recently to get delivered because you know I want, I want more units, on want teams in there. Um, How are they to paint, uh, paint wise? Because they've been re- I've really enjoyed painting them, the uh, models. Infinite is really interesting because like the models are both really hard and really easy to paint because the, deta- yeah. the detail, of the metal model is, is absolutely incredible. I think it's I, I don't think it's Hyperbole to say they're some of the best metal models I've ever seen, mm. detail-wise. Um, but at the yeah, same time, like, in some ways, you look at the they look at the, the armor, and it's all segmented. But the lines between segments are so small, it can be quite daunting to paint. Like it's, unlike forty K, where it's all quite clear, crisp. Well, it is crisp, but clear, blocky objects. Whilst someone in, in Infinity, webbing and stuff, and it's really detailed, but quite fine lines. So what we're finding is, I'm been to be using, be using contrast paint to do the base color, and then going over it with Normal paint for everything else.
0: Yeah, I've done I've done layers and then army paint a quick shade. Yeah, like for similar, you know, bait, like layer quick shade and then just that e- and sort of edge highlighting. So
1: the antipodes I contrast painted the brown, them brown and then painted them conventionally everywhere else because I'm terrible. and one thing I'm terrible at painting. I've I've always been terrible at painting horses and animals.
0: I, can't, yeah. I can I, I, I think all the sort of smooth curves I find really hard to really hard to blend. But well, so. the brown contrasts are really good as well. Oh yeah, they're really good. They are really good. Like yeah, so, I've been using the I've done the I've done the bags and sort of brown for the, the hack and stuff like that, but I've done the greys. I've done greys and greens, uh, they've been just uh, layer, layer, um, and then sort of yeah, layer wash highlight. The main one I found contrast I found found bad is the purple contrast that isn't very good. Yeah, the purple um, the yeah, the purple one's not great the there's one or two other ones I'm trying to remember which weren't brilliant. The white one. I is, haven't tried one yet. Yeah it's just grey. The it's red ones are like pretty good. The, yeah, The red ones are good. The green ones are okay. The yellow is good. The yellow's really good. Well, the I yellow, my, yellow time, was a, my time Yeah, person, yeah the yellow is a pain yeah. in the arse.
1: Yeah. Um so that's 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 them. I also realised um, in a different game that um hacking's a thing when you've got he- that heavy heavy infantry unit that's hackable, because most of your army isn't hackable, because Ariadne yeah. have got basically 20 20th, 20th century attack, uh, and then you've got this one hackable you know, uh, heavy heavy infantry that some pesky little nomad uncloaks and then immobilises it for the whole game. That's basically it.
0: In 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 one of the games, not the game, I played the game, that because we went to... We were playing at a friend's house under sort of rule of six conditions, and um, somebody... Uh, one of one of the locals, Alex's house, is hacked uh, John Clemens, who was on the last podcast, hacked John's uh, Magaribo. I possessed it. Yeah, possessed the Magi <laughs> and just ripped his entire army to pieces with it. Like, that's it. That, that sounded pretty brutal. That's a... So that's not, that's me. So who have you been using? I've been playing Hack, uh, Vanilla Hack. Um, so why did you choose them? I Two things. One was I asked uh, John Clemens, aforementioned John Clemens, what the jankiest faction was. Um, so I said, "What's jankiest faction in the game?" He said, hi. So I said, "Well, I play them," um, and I also liked the aesthetic of them, like I quite liked the sort of deserty, um, sort of caliphatey aesthetic of it. So and it, so it gave me some nice bits to sort of eventually when I it took me ages to assemble them. I just I think not having like any sort of deadline, like not having any events or any particular thing, I found I find it quite hard. To, and I realised I think we said this in the last podcast. I find it hard to paint without like an event deadline. Oh right. So they so they sat in like a box uh, for like four months or three months, and then just when we're like, okay, we're going to go and play at someone's house. It's like right, I've assembled all of. Well, yeah. Them. Like
1: also, you, you wouldn't have you wouldn't you wouldn't have any having any games lined up, were you? Well, that, that games
0: lined up, often I was literally not playing anyone. Yeah, and I just didn't get anything going for it. So now now um. Played a few games with it. That's uh, a. I've then gone and bought a bunch more hack, uh, and I've sort of started painting them a reasonable lick by my slow standards. So yes, yeah, so I'm playing hack. I'm just playing vanilla hack. Um, who stood out in your army? So who have I used so far? I've managed to get Tarek, you know, uh, Captain Islam, killed in every single game, but he's been quite good. Up uh, the Reg, the inf, which is the sort of their infiltrate, their hidden deployment, um, mimicism six. Uh, unit uh with sort of some camouflage as well which is basically just sits hides appears kills stuff takes all the objectives that's really good the um basically all they're off like i think the conclusions i've drawn from it so far is that like anything with long range shooting is usually good uh anything like the the bikes anything with like smoke any cheap activations with smoke is good yes your your you bikers right is that what they are they're amazing they're, like dirt cheap aren't they so like five points with a chain rifle and a smoke bomb and they just sort of race around the board giving you cover and then they just basically stand next to like stand within chain rifle range of other units of enemy units who then can't move without getting chain rifled and if they die they're five points and then oh, yes. and all the all the off-board deployment or all the sort of shenanigans stuff so like the ragics who sort of uh, combat drop in and the um what's the assassins uh, one of the assassin units that start the Fridays that sort of uh, wander around, be like, "Hello, I'm this." Was it was someone doing? They're like, "Hello, I'm Bob from Accounting," and then oh, they some, just uh, like
1: um, impersonation.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then they're like, "I'm going to come. In, I've got these important files for you," and then <laughs> they sort of like rip someone's face off. So, so those are all really good. Um, so I've not, but because I've been playing vanilla, I've not been using fire teams, um, which do seem like a potent sort of thing they can do, and I've used a. I've used quite a lot of hackers but I've not used them very well. I've mostly just used them as like specialists to grab objectives. But I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the jank. Like I've still got like literally no idea what my opponent's army does. Other than like, okay, that's a sniper, that's a guy with an HMG, that's a heavy infantry. You know, that very sort of. I
1: mean, there, there are a
0: lot of units in the game, right? I mean yeah. I don't know how many there are in the game total, but there's a lot.
1: Like an awful
0: yeah, list. tons. uh So that I don't feel like I'm anywhere. Like so I don't even know what my own side does particularly. But but I think so. I've still been going for like yeah. I think I'm, I'm sort of veering more towards uh mobility, like offboard deployment stuff, hidden stuff, and and then like sort of specialists running around grabbing things and just healing people because obviously the hack doctors are really good. Yeah, they just heal the better, don't they? They just heal more. They're plus three to heal, so Which they're means like. They
1: might actually stand a chance of not just instigating whoever they try and heal.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're like. <laughs> it's just 17 or 18, so i had one of them just, like, following, like, literally just following Tarek around with a big bag of bandages. I too, yeah, I mean, like, I love Super Jump. I don't know why, I think it's cool. Super
1: Jump's amazing! And it well, isn't infinite is it turns out, because it, it trades everywhere it Needs to leap over it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite funny though because you think it's like uh, I think I first like in the three game I've gone through like a real like cycle of love hate with super jump. Something like it's um it's like at uh, first I was like it's amazing I can jump over all these things. Then it was sort of oh, but you're not in cover when you're jumping, so you just get shot. And then it's like oh, but it's really good at going from like up buildings, or and you can fire when you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's hilarious where you can just sort of bunny hop up, up and like sort of machine gun everyone. Because yeah, climbing without climbing up buildings is slow. Yeah, it was real bad. It was real bad. So there's quite a bit of super jumping hacks. They've got, um, is it Kawarij have super jump? They're like mini Tareks. Well, yeah, because they're all about sort of their sort of uh, gene therapy on they, and stuff. They, yeah, they basically got a lot of like light infantry and a lot of infantry variations, and then quite a lot and good doctors and stuff like that. So they seem they don't seem to be as as well kitted out as like uh, Pano or Yu Jing or anything like that. Um, so they are still they're a bit. So they don't have quite as much like sweet tech, and they've got like again like not a lot of MS visors. They've got a few units with them. Um, um, looking at their not,
1: infantry here, the arms, right? I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, compared to like the Attack Army, they have so many options for their inventory. Like, mm. You can make your light infantry do anything. They've got yeah, the light profiles, infantry, the are... NCO hackers, the whole lot. Number two, and
0: they've got really good like observers. and. The, and and also, like, uh, boarding shotguns are amazing. That's the other thing. You know, like turns out, like, big modifiers feel like are really good. Like, the boarding shotguns are crazy good.
1: Well, they, so,
0: every single Gulam has a light shotgun underneath his rifle. Yeah, so they're good. The light shotguns are good, but the boarding shotguns are crazy because they're, like, one more damage, but they're armor-piercing. Yeah, so plus six to hit. Yeah, just stand next to something. Yeah, so you, you sort of drop guys in off-board, stand next to them to hope to hit them. So that seems good. And obviously, the Gulam fire team still look like they would be... Real strong because you can then also, like, when you look at the fire team composition, you can put like um, Tarek and other some of the other characters into those fire teams.
1: yes yeah, so do you think it tends to be well, this is going into my tactics from Professor Clutus? Um, yeah, I think it tends to be like, um, one nails dude and four cheerleaders, so he gets all the bonuses from the cheerleaders and then he goes to town.
0: If, I don't know, it seems like so, so, I see, or like one or two. It seems like the, one, the ones I've seen people play is like one or two really powerful weapons. i yeah, machine gun so not dude, and
1: a missile launcher dude, for my two yeah. purposes. Yeah. Um, and then the other three dudes, the rifles, just buff them basically.
0: Yeah, like a, and like a like a doctor just sitting prone, you know, next to all of them, being like, "Oh, I'll I'll fix you, I'll fix you." Yeah, but some seems like some combination of like HMG missile launcher or sniper, like th- two out of those three, and then some other stuff and a doctor and some other stuff seems like. So I I've been trying to work out how, how, how a you... a weapon
1: even, or something explosive to do with armours isn't a big deal.
0: Yeah, like how and so that's been a thing. I've been trying to work out, how do you deal with them then? Do you you know do you need to drop units in? Because it feels like at least if you degrade the fire team a little bit, then it's... Because it, losing that, they have that plus three to hit when they're five strong. <laughs> and plus one burst
1: when they're smaller than that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, plus one burst when you're three strong. Plus three to hit, hit when five fight. strong, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, except for is it Spiral? The Spiral faction, they have it... I think they had this, and listener correct us If we're talking absolute gobbledygook, um, or or i totally wrong. I think when I played against them, their three people teams had the benefits of a plus five. Well, that's going far beyond my pay grade now. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> that's uh, <laughs> that's that's high. That's it. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so that, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so it's and and I think that that's like the level that it's at the moment, though, isn't it? It's like, oh, that's fun. Oh, that thing seems fun.
1: I had a lot of fun with them using um using a goodness i forgot what they're called now this is, this is a great this is a great radio here once again it's well prepared singled out well, welcome to the podcast where i yeah yeah so I it through it. um really good spets naz um so russian light infantry tactical light infantry and they can parachute it
0: oh that's cool yeah with a, yeah with the shotgun
1: and they have grenades so i in in behind find a, a, a sniper who's on, on a tower and just spec fired grenades over the over a building at them. yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: i think spec five grenades in like a go of dealing with five, five teams right you don't get you don't don't get near them, and it's not be accurate, but you just do it a couple of times, and then just pick them off. Eventually, you'll get there. It's yeah, it feels it, right? like because this... they're, they're so powerful
0: that breaking that team in bits. Yeah, it seems like it helpful. So that that's that's the sort of like basics. I was trying to think of what my big conclusions about it were after like four games. I think yeah, they were like range is good. Hit, like, any sort of like you can't see where you don't know where I'm deploying, or I can deploy wherever I want is really good. Fire teams are really good. And and then like sort of like sort of mobility buffs like things like super jump and climbing plus seem super helpful and big modifiers like anything with big modifiers.
1: I think it's choosing choosing your range bands and making sure that you deploy correctly and
0: that you kind of have a variety of h bands and you know where they are. It's quite a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I've got no idea about that at the moment. I just I I'm basically I'm working on the assumption that we, at least with hat you can work on the assumption that like everything has something that's good at eight inches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a a stand new. And, uh, yeah yeah just just lots of shotguns and nano pulsars and things like that so you've been playing 500 points mm. i tend to always try and play like full points games when i'm learning them just because you get to use more models and you have a bit more like like little points games are cool but like when you're new you're kind of bad so like i mean i'm at the best times you'd be bad but like i find that like If you're playing and you're new, it's quite easy to lose so much stuff that you don't really find anything out. Whereas at least if you're playing 300 points, like, yeah, you can get wrecked, but you probably get to play with some of your toys and understand what they do. Have you always hit the 15-order cap? No, no, I've been sort of coming in about, I think, around about 11, 12, and 2 irregulars. Okay. So I've not hit the fifteen. I think I've got. I think I've got a list that hits fifteen, but I didn't have the models for it. And also, I've been sort of going by the like. I've been playing not like really expensive models. So I've been playing like Tarek and at least one Janissary in every I've game. We're well, also like learning to play it. So it's like I quite often just going for the like. I'll take some sort of Titany thing because it's you know like knowing that I have one good model and that I have to try and get as much out of that. I suppose it's quite an easy way to learn. Like it simplifies it a bit. So you're gonna
1: get go for um sector think?
0: I might try uh Rama Task Force. Yeah, the sector. Uh, they're they they seem more like a yeah. They're the hack one of the, the hack task force. They're not the janky. They're the less janky one. Less jank, more tank. Um, less jank. So less jank than assassins, which is the other one, which is like seems like all the jank. Um, but uh, JJ, one of the locals, has been playing assassins. So we're trying to uh, not all play the same thing because there's actually randomly ended up being three hack players. Oh, okay. Amongst my little group, That's so it's, yeah, it's some attempt to disrupt. I mean, the advantages. One of them is John, who has every fa- seems to have every model in the game.
1: I guess, I guess, sectorals can be quite different to each other.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, ha- the assassin sectoral seem really different to the Rama sectoral. Like the the assassins have all the, you know, have Fridays and a lot of like sort of lot more like random deployment stuff. Whether and um whether it's the Rama don't have them and they don't have the Radics or the combat drops as well. The Rama just I think they're only real hidden. They've got a few hidden deployments, but nothing much, nowhere near as much as assassins. But they have some. I think their fire teams can be a bit meatier. Okay, that's interesting.
1: It does seem to me that um I, mean, I initially assumed that Settlers would have have a lot more crossover but it's possible mm. to have a sectoral for an army and have practically nothing that can move across into they're another army. really different. Yeah, they're yeah. really
0: different to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: It's a good way of, good way of doing it, really, because it means basically you have multiple factions rather than one faction that gets everything. I guess you can do that with, with vanilla, but I guess if, you're have, yeah. if, if you have vanilla, you have to know what to do with it because you have to know what's worth taking and what's worth sacrificing the... Um,
0: the yeah, the issue I find with running vanilla definitely is like just like analysis paralysis because there is so many different things. Like I've basically been like writing like sort of five, six lists a day. <laughs> like, oh, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this if I only had like thousands of pounds to buy models <laughs> with. <laughs>
1: how much? How much do you have so far,
0: models wise? Uh, quite a few. I think about. I just got another box today, and I've got another box of stuff coming. So I think probably about. I think once it all turns up, probably in the 30 or 40 model region. That's probably enough for a faction, right? Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah. It's too much for a faction. Like, well, you know, like it doesn't give me everything in the faction, but it gives me easily enough.
1: Yeah, I haven't bought everything for Tac, but I bought close to everything now,
0: and so that's yeah.
1: pretty much done. But it's quite, it's quite nice. It's quite nice. Like, there's a lot of models to get, but not so many that you can't get
0: them. No, it, and it's, it's kind of nice actually. at the moment to sp- to splurge a bit and have like a project and stuff like that. I and mean, we were sort of chatting a bit about it in the local group, in uh, or just like you know, in comparison to Guild Ball for what that's you know that having just like having that variation of models and the list building sort of element to it is is really nice as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's um it's pretty interesting also having to take into account scenarios like some of my lists at first didn't have many sort of button pushes in it.
0: Yeah, same. The first list I ran had like. Very few specialists in it, and I just got destroyed on the scenario. I guess it'd be interesting to see
1: when they release a new tournament pack, which they'll be releasing fairly soon from what I hear.
0: Is that right? Yeah, relatively
1: soon. From heard from other podcasts, heard it on White, on white Noise, because I okay. a podcast uh, for this. Um, basically, yeah, because obviously their sort of tournament packs, of course, change each year. Oh, do they? I didn't yeah, know every, that. They have a, every year a different season number. Oh, okay, cool. And they have a bunch of scenarios in that. Um, so being seeing how they change it for N4, and also of course whether they make it, you know, quite sort of button pushing heavy or kill heavy or whatever, really.
0: Yeah, because I guess that will shape like what I'm still. Yeah, I think I, I would go to like a little local tournament, but I don't feel like I would play proper tournaments. You say that time in, a year, in a year's time, you'll be in Spain. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: I, I'm trying to restrain my. Uh... In our overly obsessive and uh, competitive uh, streak, <laughs> it's only taken me to uh, I have been to for board games. i eight, nine countries to play board games in so far. <laughs> so it's uh...
1: so how many how many factions you played against? Then you played against Pano. I, see. Uh, I
0: played against Pano, played against Spiral, played against Yu Jing, and played the Mirror. Who is the sort of the most favourite and least favourite faction to fight against? I enjoyed all. I mean, the thing is, I didn't know enough about any of them. I got windmill slammed by uh, Pan O, like, just because I, you know, that was. just didn't know what anything did, and it turned out tons of HMGs just wrecked me. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. How about you? What have you played against?
1: Um, nomads and um,
0: O12. Okay. Basically, is it? So quite different. Yeah, yeah. Which of those did you prefer?
1: Um, Nomads have a lot of hacking in them, which just get which scares me because they have magical spells that can make me not move anymore um yeah 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 um but yeah, I think it's probably in some way the same like I don't probably know the factions about well, uh, that well yet. o o twelve seem just to my eyes p- pretty generic in terms of they just like the kind of good dudes in armor
0: yeah they're the, they're the sort of uh, nice they're the sort of good cops aren't they I they good sure cop, they're good cop. but they've certainly got' our cops yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, Martin's painting
0: up the models right now for them, and um, oh, is he? Okay, the
1: Star Marta stuff, and it's got like just red and motorcycle sort of stuff, and the big trench coats and
0: things. And yeah, they've cool got cool models. The game. Game. like they do look. They look really good. They look really good. Um,
1: I, I, love, I love motorcycles in the game. I want to have more motorcycles.
0: Yeah, I've i really enjoyed playing the uh, playing the jazz bikes. That was a, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, uh,
1: Intaka in got a I've got a, um, a doctor on a motorcycle with a fire axe oh okay
0: I don't care what,
1: his, his doctor is okay but he's got a fire axe on a bike which is obviously a great conversation to have that feels like
0: enough yeah what does the fire axe do? axe <laughs> oh okay it's like literally a flaming axe I didn't know if it was some sort of like like you know ranged thing or not no. um, but is that it it's seems...
1: is, is, is a doctor is a doctor on a bike so I guess in theory you have him behind your troops and then he kind of races around pushing buttons or trying to help people um, that does
0: seem really helpful, actually. Just in yeah, because doctors gang. have to base like someone, don't they,
1: to do their their main skill? Because you can shoot someone with the medikit but it's more risky, isn't it?
0: Yeah, you, you just miss or kill
1: them, basically, don't you? Yeah, uh, well, you have to hit. They have to roll, don't you? Um, yeah,
0: but the other, whether it's you, in base, they have,
1: to, they have to roll their physique, don't they? But doctors yeah. have willpower power, which is generally higher.
0: Generally, yeah, yeah, and, um, and especially playing hack, it's always higher.
1: Also, it's got smoke grenade smoke grenade launch as well
0: on a bike. And goes, oh. Smoke, smoke <laughs> launchers on bikes seem just great. I love smoke. I seem to I love smoke grenades and smoke launches and all. That that seems excellent. Like that sort of movement obscuration stuff.
1: Well, in a game where if you can get seen
0: you can get shot off the board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it seems real helpful. <laughs> yeah, really helpful. Yeah. Um so I think we're hoping to get some more expert people on to talk sort of properly about uh, infinity a bit, aren't we? Well, so we, so.
1: we're absolutely we I think yeah, yeah. we we each time and talk about
0: how. Yeah, exactly, and and sort of getting a handle on it and what's what running. But we we you know, there's, I I know a few people who who. You know, are fairly involved in the Infinity scene, so hopefully, some of them will will be joining us as guests, and we'll maybe do some sort of faction rundowns and stuff like that. But I think I think the aim is to keep it more more noob focused for now, isn't it? It's Cause, well, because we can't really offer anything anything expert. Yeah, we can't anyway. offer any searing insight into this at all. Like, I
1: think I think uh, that's a, that those bases are covered anyway. But looking at the podcast market for, for Infinity, I think that's been
0: covered by everybody else already. So I think. I would imagine, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Games, games, game's been running for sort of 15 years. I think it's it's probably got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll pitch ourselves as the really experienced, uh, super knowledgeable. I'm sure. That like that these, may, that, these that are ten things. It, isn't it? <laughs> ten things you must take in Infinity: models, guns, D20s. Yeah, D20s. Uh, something to measure with terrain. Uh, Have you
1: funny fancy tokens yet? I haven't yet.
0: splurged on the fancy tokens yet. No, I've been recycling some of the old Epic tokens. Actually, what? Uh, just like little, they've got quite generic. I've got quite generic little tokens for Epic, like little lightning bolts and skulls and stuff like that. So I'm most and sort of uh, order dice, uh, oh, which yeah. overlap that which uh, Charles Nurse Charles Nurse made. Um, uh, so I've been using those mostly and, and borrowing bits from people. I do. I will need to splurge on some fancy tokens at some point. I bought i, I bought a. I, um... A while ago, a little little. I'm this on the webcam now. It was great for a podcast. This is I'll, I'll, tell what, I'll describe it. Um, Andrew is holding up. I don't even know what he's holding up with. It looks like a stapler. I think listener, he's. Hold, I think Andrew's bought a stapler to play Infinity with. It's basically a basically a two inch, an inch an inch, inch wide hole punch. oh uh, that's so clever.
1: It basically, punches holes the exact width of the tokens because you can get the tokens off. They've tokens on PDFs online from the Corvus the uh. website. And you can buy for Amazon uh, one-inch epoxy stickers that are self-adhesive. Oh,
0: that's clever. Like plastic bubbles. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah.
1: You use this to punch them out and then you stick them on the stickers. Job plastic, done. Plastic token. That's very clever. Yeah, so they're one-inch from Amazon like, like, maybe right from that. And the the, yeah. the, to- the epoxy, the epoxy, um, they're often called bottle caps, but um, epoxy stickers are about £100 for tenner. No, oh wow sorry, sorry that's wrong 100 yeah
0: hundred. 10 for 100 pounds yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes 100 <that's right. laughs> um, for 10 pounds listener <laughs> <If> the, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a good thing you don't teach a subject that involves maths Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, and the, yeah i'm making my own really right now uh, yeah that's a good idea to make tokens that are larger than an inch but um then you could get wrecked yeah basically. just don't use them just don't use anything that's Anything big? Yes, yeah, simple. Well, tokens are larger than an inch. Well, like camouflage tokens mainly, I guess, for my what uh, well, For the faction that you're running? Yeah. yeah but... like, so if you'd run any other faction, like, oh, Can you not just put a little, an inch-wide sticker on a big
1: plastic base? Yeah, I'll probably just print them out, print out some bases or something. Because you, you can get really fancy
0: tokens and stuff. Like, Art of Ward is really nice ones. Yeah, I have seen some real nice-looking ones. But I think I'm not, I'm not sure enough what I need yet. Yeah, and also, because Infinity...
1: Has like a billion different tokens and states, yeah. You want to buy the
0: ones you need. yeah. I don't want to go and buy all of them. There's no point you're probably more than an army yeah. to buy all of them, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, exactly. So, yeah, I think we've done about infinity for now. Huh? That's pretty good. I think that's 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 that's, that's the exhausted. Our, our well has run dry on infinity, well run dry uh, little. yeah, yeah. But we 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 will be back to talk about it more when we know what we're doing more, and we'll talk more about uh mantica war as well. I think once Manticore, we yeah, exactly right. Once once that arrives, because that's the other one that's picked up quite a lot of interest locally.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I've seen some clips recently of, of some of the
0: resin models. Oh, those big ships. They're absolutely perb. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited about the big ships. And the, and the Orc ship made of fists. Like the, the SS Fistifus, or whatever it's going to be called. <laughs> the USS Fisticus. <laughs> the USS Fistif- Fistifus. Fistifus. <laughs>
1: it's a. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, some other sort of, um, numantic based um, games
0: now. Oh, that well, specifically new romantic based games, yeah. not. Uh,
1: I think there's some there's bit, some things by, by Ultravox, you know. Yeah, yeah, some sort one I of. Think some sort of
0: yeah. Yeah. I think Yeah, mean, it's. I think yeah, that's. Uh, you could cross it over with the uh, the film The Third Man. <laughs> I think you should cross all Vienna themed things into one <laughs> one board game. One, uh, what would it be like? I, I think it would be like a. I think it would be a build your own adventure book oh yeah like uh, yeah called All vienna
1: we're <laughs> okay. we wasted on this we should be game designers really yeah we should be we should be
0: uh how about a singing themed dungeon crawler with uh that that seems like a route to success that we can promote by creating multiple social media accounts for people who actually work for the company making it <laughs> <laughs> who would do a thing like that um,
1: what other good You'd games have, could it be um, you could have um, a, a, a big band based dungeon crawler called um, orchestral movies in the dark
0: oh that's good that's good yeah yeah it's not big band though is it it's just a just orchestra themed that's the trouble well, yeah but did you, you, you use the same words in the description i know you didn't i know you didn't i know i'm just i'm just thinking i'm thinking, it's just like it's like look i'm not saying there's no bad ideas in this situation but like <laughs> some of you some of you need working on like uh we can't all have uh immediately come off the back with things like uh you know sort of uh purple rain um <laughs> so R E I G N. um where else could it be? I'm trying to think of other types of game now. There must be some sort of ships themed game. Uh it's, it's
1: going to get harder and harder now. Hopefully, we'll I'll just we'll run out of ideas and I'll just pan this out to the the end the end tune. I'm yeah. Trying
0: to find it more. What about a sh- you could have a share-themed battleships game? Can you watch the one where she sits on the destroyer and is singing and she's sitting on the big cannon? What? It's a famous share video where she like is on a destroyer. I'm not familiar. With uh, hang on. Yeah yeah, you you come up with more good ideas while, Actually, while no, I just google. I was, Googled.
1: Like, I, I, was Googled, I was googling share and the first thing that came came, came, to, was, came up on Google was share and a battleship. There you go. What's the the song really famous. For time Yeah. Oh that song. There you go. Battleship yeah,
0: yeah, it could be uh, there you go. So that could be a uh, that uh, does doesn't doesn't well, pun McTime so obviously it'd be like a quantum leap based. Yeah, the, okay, quantum leap yeah, a share themed quantum leap based. Actually a quantum leap based card game could be quite good. Where Sam bucket jumps into share. Well you, you just have a list of people that you've jumped into. Yeah, Sam Beckett has jumped into share. They have a perfect opening montage. He's on the cannon of the battleship, singing if I could turn back time in a pair of ripped fishnet stockings. I mean and, uh, and then, Yeah, and then does that thing where he's like, uh, you know, they come in and say oh I try to think what it would be. You know, uh, share the court case against Sunny has gone through and Sam just looks around and he's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, what have I done? Is, <laughs> is it, that his, is that his
1: voice? Is that, that like? that's how he speaks? Yeah,
0: hi, I'm Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I this week on Leap. did you ever see the last episode of Quantum Leap? I did, I did. I love
1: Quantum Leap. Yeah, um, it, 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 it's very it, melancholy. Well, it wasn't even meant to be. It was. It wasn't meant to be the um, the end to it. Oh. Uh, they were meant to. Um, they were meant to have that going on later on uh, into the new season, and then right at the end, I think as or either as we're filming it or when they're editing it. They were told they were going to get another season, and so the wife took us, went, Yeah, I didn't get home. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <'cause... laughs> Just added it. Yeah, it, wasn't, it was one of the things that got cancelled at the end. It wasn't meant
0: to be that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. very few TV shows that have a satisfying uh, resolution. Breaking Bad? I've never watched it at the end. I've only watched the first three series. Um, yesterday,
1: we finished watching The Good Place. That's, that's a good ending to it. Uh, uh, I've never seen, seen that. It's, okay. it's very good. Four, four seasons, you yeah. see. Then it's done.
0: Yeah, because um, that was trouble with Parks and Rec, wasn't It went on too long. They all became successful. They all. This is the trouble. Sitcoms in America. They all become successful, Fox and like often good throughout the, way. Oh, the. The last series was pretty bad. Oh, like last series yeah, yeah, was really ropey. have got too much in love with it to not to care. I mean, yeah. But the like least five or six strong series.
1: Yeah. yeah. How about? Um, think of other things that had a, a Battle of Galactica had an ending.
0: Uh, the, the Sopranos. The Sopranos has a good ending. Didn't it just cut out halfway through a scene? Sopranos. Yeah. I think that the, the implication being you had a heart attack. Lost uh <laughs> past <Have> an <laughs> did, did anyone watch that after the first it's, that's like heroes like no one watched that after the first series oh, so the, the problem with
1: those, those programs was they didn't have any idea where it was going so they went oh it's going to be polar bear in it
0: yeah it's all it's all elevator pitch isn't it and well, then, it's like, all well,
1: they're all operating one season at a time
0: and then we get through because kind of just yeah, yeah.
1: jump into it um this is going to be. A little, I mean, tangent, isn't it?
0: I know, but at least it also feels like pots and kettles. To be like these, these people have no idea what they're doing, and they're just they just going from episode to episode, randomly trying to desperately create content um, <laughs> that amuses them in some way, in the vain hope that someone will think there's any sort of logical reason behind it. If you like this, join the Patreon. <laughs> well, let's do the Patreon advert. Yeah, I think the Patreon advert should definitely come in now. Do you have too much money? Do you have no idea what to spend it on? In that case, send it to me, Beard. Uh, But I don't like giving out emails or telling people where I live. So instead, give it to Singled Out. Yes, that'll do. Singled Out. That'll do.
1: Oh, that was shilling money. Ah, that was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> was there. You heard Bear talking about us for a little bit there. Huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, the Patreon adverts are still fine. It's not like they say, like, M- anything M- explicitly M- about Gilmore. As long as they don't mention Jason. That's actually that's kind of, of funny. Jason. Still... Well, as long as they still... Make... Get him to make some more ones that don't mention Jason. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we'll fight a Black now, I think.
1: Yeah. Um... Goodbye everyone, goodbye. <laughs> Say
0: goodbye. <laughs> oh, we're doing good. Farewell, adieu, I'll be doing-